The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. What you are about to hear is the sound of the revolution. Are you afraid of it? And we're back. Hey, you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Another week, another show. (laughs) Super. Love it. I'm looking you in the eyes. Yes. This is so exciting. (laughs) Whenever you're ready, guys. Wow. Would you guys like to play a little game of what's causing the problem? Might be something contagious. Now, The Revolution with Jim and Trav begins. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now hear this, Goldfinger. Your luck has just changed. Galpo. <laughs> Mario. Galpo. <laughs> All right, we got a great show this that week. That sounded like James Bond. I know it. That is the theme from one of the James Bond shows. Uh, I like, who's your favorite James Bond? If you say... Anyone other than what I'm thinking. Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig's not bad. Yeah. He's not better than Sean Connery. No. No, he's not. Different style, though. If you say Roger Moore, (laughs) I'm going to kick you (laughs) right in the gonads. Okay. (laughs) Timothy Dalton. I get that a lot. You know, I had someone to say they like Timothy Dalton. No. Oh, my. Why? Guys suck. Why? Now, number one is Sean Connery. Number two, which is really a close first, is Daniel Craig. Yeah. And then Mario Calpo. <laughs> well, that's it. That He is my man of mystery. All right, so we're talking the determined outdoorsman and also James Bond on uh, today's <laughs> show. No, here in just a second, going to be joined by. Yeah, Mario Calpo. And, of course, he's the host of Man Eats Wild at Outdoor Channels, Mondays at 730. And 10.30 Eastern right. time. Plus, we're going to have on Cat Daddy. Uh, he might die before he comes on. He's got COVID, I think, for like the eighth time. The eighth time, yeah. He just he's been a little late getting that booster. Um, and we're also gonna have Chris Queen. Chris Queen, of course, he's the host of Trekking Outdoors. Yeah, that's Sportsman Channel Wednesdays, seven p.m. Eastern time. That's uh, gonna be a great show again as we talk. Uh, determined outdoorsman. Thank you, Jimbo. Let's get to Mario Kelpo. As Jimbo looks, <laughs> I gotta look at my notes. Bond, James Bond. The Determined Outdoorsman is on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Does that sound good? Now, let's kick off a three-part interview with Mario Calpo of Man Eats Wild. Seen on Outdoor Channel every Monday at 7.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. This man hangs out with the likes of Jay Leno, Matt Damon, Chuck Liddell. He makes fun of people like Jimbo and I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Mario Calpo, he is our international man of mystery and the host of... Uh, man Eats Wild on Outdoor Channel Monday nights at 7.30 and 10.30 Eastern Time. I kind of feel like you let that down, Jimbo. I did a little bit. All right, Mr. Mario, how's it going today, buddy? Hey, guys, I'm going good. Thanks for having me on the show again. Yeah, now, when you travel places... Um, you literally do, Mario, go all over the world. But you were here when you were in Idaho. Were you chasing? What were you going after? Elk? Uh, I was. I did two trips to Idaho uh, not long ago. One was for elk with my bow, and the other one was for uh, bear with uh, Chuck Liddell, the really famous UFC fighter, 
and legend, the Iceman. So I've been there a couple of times the last six months. Now, you and, and Chuck Liddell, the Iceman, out in the woods, were you intimidating the bear? I, I would think so. I mean, holy smokes, you, you two guys, I would not want to square off against. Oh, my God. You're both big guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think um, that's why it was so hard to get one for a while. <laughs> Probably they saw Chuck's face and went, I don't want any part of this, man. <laughs> yeah, now, now where, where, where are you at today? Um, I'm in Florida right now. I just got off a flight from Las Vegas, so been uh, running around quite a bit, doing a lot of media stuff. This season's going so well, so... Um, they got me moving around, talking to folks. It's been fun. Yeah. Now, what is your favorite part about traveling, hunting, meeting new people, experiencing new cultures? What What is your biggest takeaway? I know what we get as viewers. I mean, we live vicariously through you and all the crazy stuff you do and the aw- awesome people you get to hang out with. But what personally do you get from it? Like what when you sit down and you're enjoying your favorite drink after an awesome wild game meal and let's say you're having a stogie, man, what does Mario reflect back on? I think it's just learning different things and just the surprise element. You know, every time I go somewhere new, especially that I haven't been before, there's always something new and and exciting about it. And for me, it's, it's just the unknown is, is the thing that I always seem reflecting on because there's always a part of me that's not expecting something or, you know, I just thought I assumed something would be different than what it was, but then I, you know, I always walk away going, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, so yeah, I think it's the element of surprise that is, uh, keeps me going to these new places for sure. Yeah. Now, what is one incident that just surprised the socks right off you? Um, I think we, I don't know the last time I spoke to you since, uh, if, but I had a buffalo charge happen to me in South Africa. That was surprising. Um, and, you know, always just different techniques that, and, and, um, cooking methods that all these tribes people that I, I meet in, you know, in these weird and wonderful places. Like, uh, I'm about to start my new season and, um, uh, I'm going into the Amazon. I'm, I'm actually parachuting into the Amazon. So, um, for example, that's something I've never done before. So, you know, there's, I'm sure I'll come back with more stories and things that I didn't expect, um, on, on those adventures. I kind of look at you, Mario, is like you, you hear stories from like World War II and Vietnam and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, they have these suicide missions and these brave men and women that stood up and said, Hey, man, I'm game. I'm going to do it. I think Mario looks at a map and says, Where are we most likely to die? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, the stuff that you do, I, watching you, it's just insane. It, it's really you sit on the couch and you clench your butt cheeks the entire time, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I promise that I really like living, and that's not <laughs> the aim of what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, well, as people can tell, you are from Australia, and there's got to be some great stories coming out of Australia, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. I've been in the desert. I've been in um, some of the wetlands there. I've uh, been to the outback many a time, and uh, you know, Australia is one place that will definitely try to kill you because there's a lot of dangerous stuff there, and that's always exciting. But 
Uh, there's a lot of parts of Australia that are absolutely magnificent too. What do you think is your your favorite? I'm looking at a photo of you right now, and you got this tremendous uh, uh, water buffalo. water buffalo on your back, and you're you're staring over a waterfall. Um, right. You know what is perhaps Was one that of a your suicide mission. Yeah, what what is one of your favorite um, big game? Let's say dangerous game animals in Australia to pursue. It would have to probably be that water buffalo. They're, they're really cool animals. Um, you obviously get to yield a lot of protein from one of those big beasts, but um, that actually was close to a suicide mission, um, that particular trip, <laughs> because um, we had to get rescued by helicopter, actually, at one point. Um, really? It was pretty gnarly. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's probably definitely my um, my favorite big game animal in, in Australia. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Cliffhanger. We had to get rescued by a helicopter. <laughs> you, you. I'm sorry, Mario. You have to elaborate because I really want to know if you don't mind. No, no. I had to tell you. So basically, during that time of year, um, it's called the rainy season. Oh yeah. And people are almost forbidden to go out exploring because you can get like feet of rain in a matter of an hour, mm. and because it's so flat. Obviously, a flood. And then what you also got to understand is that there's humongous crocodiles in those areas. And once those riverbanks break, well, these crocs are everywhere. They, they, you know, you don't know what's safe and what's not safe. Every body of water can be a, a death trap. Um, so I had killed this crocodile. And this isn't on the show, by the way. This is a separate private story that I'm telling you right now almost behind the scenes kind of deal. Um, and um, so it did start heavily raining and then the riverbanks had broken and everywhere was floodlands and we, we um, went to get picked up by the helicopter. And unfortunately, because there was so much rain, there was nowhere to land mm. and, the, and the helicopter itself um, ran out of fuel. Oh. We, couldn't, we couldn't put it down anywhere because it was... A, it, what was once land is now all water. So, oh. yeah, it was dodgy. It was yeah. Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you check around, Mario? Absolutely. Good. Hey, we're talking with Mario Calpo. Of course, he's the host of Man Eats Well. Sounds like a wild eight man there almost. Uh, <laughs> on Outdoor Channel, Monday nights at 7.30 and 10.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. You have to watch Man Eats Wild with Mario Calpo. Now, before we get to a break, Mr. Mario, where can we find you? online and follow your adventures buddy uh best place to look at my adventures is on my instagram and that's man eats wild tv you bet hey more mario combo right after this if you find yourself in a life or death situation or without a clean tummy bahama shirt just think what would jim and trav do and when that fails, just log on to JimandTrav.com for expert advice from our hunting and fishing professionals. That's JimandTrav.com. And stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. Clear your Saturdays. Major League Fishing is back. Yes, son. The competition kicks off with the always exciting Bass Pro Tour. Have a good day today, boys. Followed by all the drama of the General Tire Team Series. I got him. I got that boy. Then wrap up the day with first look highlights on all angles. We have a game plan. I'm feeling really good about this one. Major League Fishing Saturdays. It all begins at noon Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web 
at www.himtnjerky.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis back with, with, with the determined outdoorsman. The very concept is unimaginable. Now let's rejoin Mario Calpo of Man Eats Wild. Seen on Outdoor Channel every Monday at 7.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking the determined outdoorsman. And of course, if you're doing that, as I said earlier, you got to be talking about Mario Calpo. But Mario, I was thinking about what you were saying, and you were rescued by the helicopter there in Australia. But the fact of the matter is, you've got like five deadly snakes in Australia. You know, the taipan being one, the brown snake being another. And when water comes, that displaces the snakes. What do you do? Did you run into any of those guys? You always run into snakes in Australia. It's like standard. But uh, I did. I, I can't remember if we did on that trip. Actually, on that episode, I caught an Ollie's python, which Ooh. is obviously not a deadly snake. But on that episode, I actually caught one with my hands and showed it to the camera. So I've run into a lot of deadly snakes in Australia. They're pretty cruisy for the most part. Uh, you just don't want to step on one. Or, you know, be lying down. You gotta be really conscious where you sit down and lie down in the bush, obviously. Yeah. Now, I had heard, Mario, that, uh, over there, like, there's this, it's been like the explosion, kind of like here in the U.S., of feral cats, but they're like souped up feral cats. And do you guys mm. act, do you hunt do, them over do, there? Do, do you soup them? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like souped up. They're like, they're, it's more like a bobcat, I've been told, or something. But do you guys hunt feral cats over there? A lot of um, people will encourage shooting feral cats in Australia because they kill a lot of our native species. Yeah. And for some people, that's hard to fathom, but they're not like your little kitty cat that's, you know, domesticated at home. These things are savage little animals that just go out and basically kill for fun a lot of the time. So, you know, it's um, kind of like you're right as a hunter if you want to preserve the native wildlife to, to take out these predatorial species. Yeah, it's not like the fancy cat you see on television with Tabby. Yeah. Exactly. It's not the Siamese twins from next door. <laughs> yeah, here in the States, we hunt cute little rabbits. They hunt mean, <laughs> devil, feral cats. Now, you guys, do you have, what is the, you have like wild cows over there too, don't you? Yeah, we do. They're called scrub bulls. Now, those things are nasty, man. They, yeah. they can they can definitely uh end your day pretty badly if you run into one of them and um, they're prized possessions for a lot of uh, wild game hunters in Australia because obviously they feed a lot of people and uh, they're pretty much like beef, I mean they are beef they're, they're cattle turned wild so they might, you know, escape from a farm and then breed and, and by, by the time they breed a few generations, they're now pretty much wild beasts Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're tougher than coffin nails, those things. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Mario Calpo, the host of the all new season Man Eats Wild on Outdoor Channel, Monday, 7 30 and 10 30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, now, growing up in Australia, man, uh, you are a hardcore hunter now, you know, television personality, conservationist, award winning restaurant tour. How did that come about? Like, who were your idols, your mentors? Who did you look up to as a young man uh, that really kind of helped shape and mold the Mario that we know and love now? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, from the food side of things, my grandpa um, 
who just passed away, actually, God rest his soul. But he was uh, he was a really famous chef in the 60s and 70s. And, um, you know, I really learned everything from him as a young kid, uh, you know, from the cooking side of things. And then from hunting, I suppose I just looked up to um, – my dad was a farmer, so he always used to take us out hunting. And I was just around a lot of people growing up, especially in the 80s and 90s at um, – you know, we're right into the outdoors. So I suppose as a kid, you know, sitting in the back of a pickup truck and running around in a four by two, like you start, you know, idolizing all these people that are taking you out. And I guess it just happened through, um, yeah, my childhood really. Mm. Yeah. That was really formative for you to be able to learn from your grandfather. Yeah. Now, now when you're out there, say you took, and, and I know you did because I've got a photograph of you with a water buffalo, at least the horns. Did you butcher it yourself or, or does the outfitter do it? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm very hands-on. Also, guys, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was a professional hunting guide for nine years no. um, you know, on my own accord. So really? I, uh, yeah, I was that guy for, for, for close to a decade. Um, so, yeah, I and also like just my food background, you know, I kind of get a little – I kind of want to do it myself because I know exactly what I want, how I want to cut, um, according to what dishes I'm making. And, um, yeah, I feel like if you're going to be someone that takes the life of an animal for, for the purposes of food, you should really do everything um, from the ground up yourself. So I'm a big believer in that. You know, you remind me just the crazy stuff you do, your mannerisms, that romantic, adventurous lifestyle, you know, from the outside looking in of like a modern day Ernest Hemingway. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just this. That's cool. You you go to a place and you perfectly assimilate. You fit in. You become one of theirs. You know, you don't want to influence them. You want them to influence you. And I, I just think it's really cool. It doesn't matter if you're in Idaho or if you're in, you know, your home country or wherever you may be. Parachuting into the Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, dude. You're like one of the indigenous people there. I mean, I think that is so cool, and, and the way you present it to people is just brilliant. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot to be learned about. You're always learning, and I'm always learning. And you know, everywhere I go, like we said before, I learn something different, like whether, you know, because everyone does it differently. And I think the tribes people of the world and the indigenous people of the world have been doing it for thousands of years. So why wouldn't we learn off them? Why wouldn't I see how they do it? You know, that's another big thing that I enjoy about travel. So. Yeah, there's not a person listening to this show today that hasn't seen Quigley Down Under. You know, you watched uh, old Quigley out there with that gal, and uh, they meet up with the Aborigines, and they're eating these big, look like palm larvae. Uh, have uh, you ever yeah. ate those? Yeah, I ate one not long ago. Like last week, I ate one actually. Um, not in Australia, in New Zealand, they're called witchetty grubs. Um, but in in New Zealand, they're called hoo hoo grubs. Mm. Um, I was uh, lucky enough to to be at a wedding of uh, the the host of Master Chef, who's a three headed um, uh, restaurateur and New Zealand's best chef, good buddy of mine, uh, Vaughn Maybe. Big shout out to him, and. Um, and they made us these beautiful cinnamon-coated um, chocolate or something. It wasn't quite the raw bug. It was a bit dressed up, but it was one of those bugs. That was the second time I'd eaten one. You know, they're, they're interesting. I don't know if I'd eat one every day, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Hey, we're we're going to leave it right there with a uh, and go to a break. Can you stick around again for a third part? Absolutely. All right. Hey, again, we're talking with Mario Calpo, and of course, he's the host of Man Eats Wild on Outdoor Channel Monday nights at seven thirty and ten thirty Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Mile Tour TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Mile Tour TV at MileTourTV.com. Uh, now, can we pick up, uh, uh, like, the first season of Man Eats Wild on My Outdoor TV? Yeah, absolutely can, yep. All right, that's what you got to do. And again, Mr. Mario, where can we find you online, buddy? Man Eats Wild TV on my Instagram handle. That's where you can check out my latest adventure. Yeah, the, the other one is Man Eats Grubs. <laughs> yeah. All right, part three with Mario.com. Yeah, part three is Mario Calpo right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trev, the most listened to outdoor radio show in the world. Thanks to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned. The Revolution will return right after these important messages. Thanks very much. Thank you. From the flats to the deep blue sea. Saltwater Saturdays features hardworking anglers and the fish they love to fight. It's you, the sea, in quest of this fish. Every week, you'll discover new waters, chase challenging species, and experience amazing adventures. You always remember the ones you lost. You don't remember the ones you caught. That's what keeps me coming back. Everything you love about fishing every Saturday morning. Saltwater Saturdays, beginning at 9 a.m. on Outdoor Channel. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. All right, people, listen up. I sometimes wonder if anyone here even knows what they do. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and the Determined Outdoorsmen. Now, once again, here's Mario Calpo of Man Eats Wild, seen on Outdoor Channel every Monday at 7.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, we are back for the final third uh, with Mario Calpo. Of course, he's the host of Man Eats Wild and Outdoor Channel Mondays at 7.30 and 10.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, now through all of your travels, Mario, have you ever found one place and you thought, comes that point in time. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, I'm going to settle down. I'm going to stay here. Where would it be? Have you ever found a place that has ever tempted you? Like, this is the ultimate. Have you ever found a Yeah, have you ever found a place like that? Oh, that's a really good question. That happens to me a lot, actually. I mean, no, it does. Seriously, some places I'm like, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. And, then, and that happens to me a lot, too. Um, but there has to be some absolutely beautiful places. Like, um, I can give you an example. On the last season of my show, we went to this 
island off the coast of Africa um, in the Seychelles, and it was called Alphonse Island. Mm. And I, no, no kidding, guys, I could have just stayed there. Like, I actually was begging to stay an extra week. I said to my production guys, the camera guys, I'm like, do you guys mind if we stay? And they, they said, no, we can't stay. But it's the kind of place, it's just a beautiful tropical island. It was the best fishing on the planet, crystal blue waters, amazing food, just paradise. So, yes, it does happen to me all the time for sure. Yeah, now you have taken your true passion in life, hunting and fishing and cooking and fellowshipping, and you've turned it into an awesome show for viewers in a career. But this is something that, I mean, you love. I mean, you are a diehard hunter and conservationist. Are you ever worried that you're going to get burned out, that that passion, that drive is going to dim? Because let's face it, you hit it hard, man. I mean, nonstop. Is that ever a fear for you? Not at all. I'm not even close, man. Really? Honestly, I think about, yeah, I'm not even out of first gear. Like, I will do this until the day I drop dead. And, and, you know, even then I'll be smiling about it. So I'll, I don't have any burnout. I don't have any kind of, hey, I, you know what I think to myself? If I even smidgen of that thought comes into my head, I think, I could be sitting in an office somewhere in New York, yeah. and then I go, okay, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you when you hop on a plane, okay, and you know, you get to meet all sorts of people, not just at your destinations, but in your, your travels, too. And you're sitting on Joe Schmo next to a plane or on a bus or a subway or whatever it may be when you're commuting. And, you know, you always get to schmoozing and talking with people. And, you know, like this guy, you know, he might be a Wall Street guy. This lady is an insurance broker. And they're like, you're an adventurer. I mean, you sound like something out of a novel. You know, you really are the Crocodile Dundee guy. Do people I mean, it's like guys like you don't exist, especially for people in the city. Does it seem hard? Mm -hmm. Do people actually like, are you serious what you do, Mario? Do you ever get that? Yeah. All the time. Really? It's so hard to explain to people. Like, that question always comes up, and you know, you guys know yourself, like, you're sitting talking to people, and they go, oh, so what do you do for work? And you go, man, <laughs> if I told you, you probably wouldn't believe me. And then, you know, you end up telling them, and they're like, what the hell? You do that? That's crazy. And then you show them photos, and they're just like, oh, my God, I don't think I've ever met anyone that does this for a job. <laughs> Well, you alluded to the fact that uh, in this filming season, you're going to be going to the Amazon, actually parachuting into the Amazon, waiting for those Indians to shoot those little darts at you. But uh, what can we look forward to in this season that's presently airing? Where did you go? Uh, this, this season that's presently airing, um, I got dropped off into the desert in Namibia um, in Sosis Flay area, which is amazing, in a hot air balloon. Um, I whitewatered rafted down crocodile-infested waters in Zimbabwe to harvest a man-eating crocodile. Uh, I lived with a, um ancient tribe of uh, African Nauru Bushman people in the Kalahari Desert. I saltwater fly-fished in a tiny little atoll in the Seychelles. I mean, it goes on forever, man. There's, there's a lot of amazing trips, all of them extreme. And there's some beautiful food that I made along the way. So um, this is, I 
don't even know how I'm going to beat the last season, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, all right, you previewed, you know, going to be going to the Amazon. Do you have any other locations Mr. Mario picked out that you're going to be going to to film and hunt? Or you just throw a dart at the uh, map of the world and say, hey, we're going there. <laughs> it's a bit like that. <laughs> but um, we, we, we've gone to Greenland, which is, is really exciting. I can't wait to do that one. That's somewhere different. Um, doing the Amazon. I'm doing Colombia. Um, we're doing parts of Europe, um, the Pyrenees Mountains in Spain. Um, there's another visit back to Africa, I believe, with the Maasai warriors in Kenya. So, yeah, it's another exciting uh, action-packed season coming up. Yeah. Now, when you're out there and you're in these various locations and so forth, and, of course, Man Eats Well kind of is descriptive of what you do, are you ever asked to prepare a meal for your host? Oh, all the time. Yeah, I share all my food. Because also, you guys got to understand, like, I can't eat a whole water buffalo. <laughs> so I can't eat a whole... <laughs> In one sitting, but... <laughs> no, and a lot of the times, you know, these places have got big villages and tribes, so I'm a big person, of, I believe, not to waste, obviously, and I'm not, especially if you're going to take the life of something, even if it is invasive, you know, I think it deserves the honor of being, you know, used and utilized 100%. So um, there's always a big tribe or a big community there waiting um, with, uh, you know, with excitement for the food that, that I give. Yeah. Now, is there anywhere, you know, and maybe not, but is there anywhere that is literally a no-go, a no-fly zone for you? Like, I'm not going to touch this. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Is there one yeah. place you will not go or not? I try to, well... If there's a war going on or something of that nature, yeah, um, you know, I won't go there. But apart from that, there's nothing really. I'm not opposed to doing anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I couldn't see anything saying making me say no. I'm definitely a yes man <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, he's like only place Los Angeles, California. All right, so Mr. <laughs> Mario Calpo, the host of Man Eats Wild, have to watch it. All new season, Outdoor Channel, Mondays, 7.30 and 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you also got to follow him on socials That's to right. uh, check out the all new season that he is filming. Again, Mr. Mario, where can we find you online? At Man Eats Wild TV on my Instagram or you can go to our website which is www.maneatswild.com those are words to live by all right coming up next who we got jimbo hey we got cat daddy coming up and he's going to tell you about how he survived covid that's right this has been brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles hop online check them out yamahamotorsports.com mr mario you are a legend we love you so much thanks for coming on buddy awesome love you guys love your show and thanks for having me once again This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's also a place where you really don't need to wear any pants. I'm just going to put my pants back on. Yeah. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The Revolution will return right after these messages. You ready? I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. It's time for some dance lessons. You pretty thing, you. But we're not going to do-si-do. This is a saltwater rodeo with some giants on the line. Whoa, baby. Woo! Power they've got is unbelievable. When you see them and you throw to them and you see them strike it, they're magnificent fish, I tell you. Bill Dance Saltwater, Saturdays at 1130 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. 
High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We, matter of fact, we travel all the world with old Mario, but uh, we're talking the determined outdoorsman on this week's show. And if there's anybody any more determined than catching catfish, it's our next guest, Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy is the man. He catches all the catfish. They bow down to him. He is their master. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going today? Well, it's going all right, boys. Going all right. <laughs> now you you were you were down you were down with uh, uh, COVID again, right? Yeah, COVID's Cat Daddy Catfishing Series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you, he can catch monster catfish and he can also catch COVID. Yeah. So, and that's a two he for two. a winner. <laughs> oh, man. I really got hooked on the COVID. I tell you what, boys, I don't wish that on anybody, man. But, you know, it gave me plenty of time to get a few things together and order some stuff from Memphis.net.net. And uh, I tell you, they got more more stuff out there at that place in Memphis, Tennessee, and you can shake a stick at it. I ordered all my log line parts and limb line parts and trout line and jug line. They got it all out there. I ordered a 1,500-pound swivels. Oh, wow. 14-aught eagle claw circle hooks. I've been sitting in the house where I can't do nothing else, can't go nowhere, so I thought I'd tie me up a bunch of log lines and limb lines and trout lines and Man, I've just been busy, busy, busy. I'll Wait. bet your living room looks like a mem- uh, a uh, gypsy wedding. Yeah, it's a mess, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, now, and, and that's a, a good point, Mr. Cat Daddy. You spend all this time, you know, setting up your limb lines, log lines, Preparing. bank holes, all this crap. And if you have any part of your equipment fail, all that preparation, all that hard work just goes down the drain. I mean, it, you really do due diligence in making sure your equipment is up to par and ready for the upcoming season. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and when we get done with making something like a 250-foot uh, trot line with 25 hooks on it, wow. that takes about four and a half, five hours mm. just to do that by hand. But this is something you can't buy at the store or at Walmart or Kmart or wherever you used to think you could buy something. And I, I tell you, uh, I just can't say it enough. MemphisNet.net, you cannot beat that place. They have everything in the world you'd ever think about for catching catfish. Yeah. Now, is it strictly just a catfishing uh, fishing store, or can you get a lot of different things? Say, if I wanted oh, to you, bass you fish. Get, Jim, you can get anything underneath the moon out there, man. They got they got everything you could imagine. And You know, I looked all over for, for the last, well, about 20 years ago, I looked all over, and I couldn't find the a 1,500-pound hoop net swivel nowhere, I mean anywhere. Ooh. And I got a hold of this guy, and he, and he showed me what he had. And, man, I tell you, I've been with him ever since. And, you know, for hard-to-find hard to stuff like terminal tackle, this is the place to go. They got everything under the sun. I mean, whatever you imagine, they have it. So they're like a wholesaler, you know, so you probably get a pretty good deal from them. Oh, yeah, good price and good quality product, man. The guy that owns and runs the place is Albert Crothers, a really good friend of mine. If anybody ever goes up there, just tell him, okay, Daddy sent you. And, uh, 
He'll either kick you in the boot or let you know something good. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you told me it's a 1,500-pound test swivel, okay? Uh, yeah. Your average cat is between 95 and, we'll say, 110. Why 1,500? <laughs> is it well, the shock you know, value? overkill. I love it. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I mean, you know, you uh, uh, say you're out there and you got a regular swivel on there, you know, a 250-pound swivel. And you get a big old log coming down the river and it hooks into your hook and it goes to rip everything clear out of there, you know. But you got a 1,500-pound swivel, that log be still floating there in the morning. See, that was just Jimbo's inexperience That's right, right there. Just it talking. showed, didn't it? Yeah, it did show, Jimbo, and I'm oh. kind of embarrassed right now. <laughs> <laughs> it happens uh, to me every day. Yeah, now, who taught you how to do this stuff? Did you just learn the hard way or did your dad, grandpa, who taught you? Well, I had an old boy, you know, that uh, I used to go fishing with named Gary Van Pelt, and he had a partner called Flathead Red. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, he was a sawed-off little character, lived down in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And, you know, they uh, we got together and drank a few cold Pepsis. We decided, you know, it was time to make us up a bunch of stuff, so we... We kind of experimented around this and that, and we come up with a whole bunch of different ideas. It turned out pretty good, you know. A, a trot line you get like that for 250 feet, man. You you just 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 the way that we make this stuff, you know. You only have to make one and last you forever, and you'll be able to hand it down to your kids and your kids' kids. Mm. Yeah, I can just see the reading of the will. And Travis, you, <laughs> you get, get on my trot line. line. <laughs> you get my log line. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth some money right there. Now, how heavy of cord do you use on, let's say, your limb lines? We use a 1,200-pound paracord. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. Government issue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. If there's ever a ward, they're going to come to you, Cat Daddy, for supplies. (laughs) I got it, buddy. Believe me, it's it's in my arsenal. Now, when do you start the limb line, you know, trot line, log line, bank pull season? When does that kick off for you? Right after I saw Well, you can catch them, you know, early spring where where they come up to the creeks and stuff like that out of the big, big river water. Now, they won't go deep down into the creeks, but they'll go right at the mouth and catch catch fresh bait mm-hmm. stuff up there. It's a good time to go, you know, set your limb lines and log lines and uh, trot lines. Now, and then you need to wait a little bit further, you know, till the water gets a little bit warmer around May, June. Yeah. When you're having a pre-spawn spawn situation. And, man, it's real good fishing then. And then the other best time for us during October you know, the fall time when all the trees drop the leaves and the weather's nice and cool, mm-hmm. they're putting on the feed sack. Well, and it's, it's, I mean, it's a hoot of a time out there doing that and running them lines. Ain't nothing like, you know, hooking one up in a big old maple tree, go by old 150, 200 feet, and all of a sudden you turn around looking at trees doing the Hawaiian shake them dance. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we got to leave it right there. Cat Daddy, uh, what's your website that people can go and look and see this stuff? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to send uh, Cat Daddy an email, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Exactly, and this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at uh, himtnjerky.com. Uh, Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we got Chris Queen. He's the host of Trekking Outdoors. Uh, it's on Sportsman Channel Wednesdays at 7 o'clock. Exactly. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We hope you get feeling better, buddy. Well, I tell you guys, it's an honor just to be on your show. Bye, guys. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Luckily, you can't smell this show over the radio. 
But if you want to imagine it, it smells like energy drinks, cabbage, hot dogs, dog food, and chewing tobacco. Yum. Stick around. The boys will continue right after these messages. We're back. The Revolution with Jim and Travis talking the determined outdoorsmen. Now, here's Chris Queen of Trekkin' Outdoors, seen exclusively on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking the determined outdoorsman on this week's show. And, of course, we just heard from old Cat Daddy. And, uh, boy, we hope he gets over COVID-19, 20, and 21. But our next guest, man, he is a man among men. What's 20 and 21? Time he got it. Oh, that's when he got Oh, okay. All right, so, uh, yes, just now being joined by Chris Queen. He is the dancing queen. I always say that. Dancing queen. Uh, trekking outdoors. Is it ABBA or ABBA? It is ABBA. ABBA. It's neither of what you said. Uh, seen exclusively. That was like one of your favorite bands. It you was. always went and saw them and shared. I love their stack shoes. All right, so uh, seen exclusively on Sportsman Channel Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That is Mr. Chris Queen trekking outdoors. This is taking forever to get to him. Uh, Mr. Chris, how's it going today, buddy? Good, good. It's been a long time. Uh, glad to get back on this with you guys. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Now, you, you've you been uh, doing a little traveling this year, haven't you? Yep, a, a ton of traveling once again. Uh, season 2 just kicked off a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've got one heck of a season to showcase and uh, pretty excited for it. Yeah, you guys kicked off, I think it was like December 28th there on uh, Sports Channel, the new season. But you guys were down there in Texas. Uh, is that where you took you took your first pig with a bow? It, was it in Texas yeah, or somewhere else? Yeah, that was in Texas. Yeah, I took my first uh, wild hog with a bow. Uh, pretty pretty big one, too, over 200 pounds. Wow. And then uh, then my son took his first whitetail, too. So we were all able to film that, experience that, and that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, when you were hog hunting, were you hunting out of a blind or was it kind of a spot in stock? Yeah, we were hunting out of a blind, yep. And my, my son was actually asleep on my feet when I shot the hog. He didn't even know about it until after he shot his deer. <laughs> and then when when he shot his deer, Chris was sleeping on his son's feet. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah that was me. Yep. <laughs> thumb, in, thumb in the mouth. <laughs> now, uh, you know, I'm actually looking at a photo. It's like you must have taken it with like a drone or something. Uh, your son's yeah. sitting there with his buck and he's got his hand on it. How was that? How, first of all, how old is your boy? Uh, is his name Eli? Yep. Yeah, his name's Eli. He's eight years old. That's his first deer he's ever taken. He's just been, you know, chomping at the bit to, to have an opportunity. He's gone a few times. And, you know, the funny thing behind that, the story behind that photo, he, we didn't tell him to put his hand on the deer like that. Uh-huh. He's he's watched us, you know, uh, you know, on, on our episodes and, and been with us out in the woods when we've taken an animal. And we, we asked him, we said, what made you do that? And he's like, well, I see my dad do it all the time. So, Aww. you know, that's just my way of showing appreciation to the animal whenever we take a photo or, you know, sitting by it. And it was just really cool to see him take, you know, take that away from what he's seeing, you know, that we're doing ourselves and, and doing it himself. It was, it was awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, you guys, yeah. I mean, you have been going all over the place. And I'm going to say this past season, man, uh, you had an incredible year hunting whitetails, dude. Uh, it's going to be yeah. pretty hard to beat that this year. Yeah, yeah. We all, all as a group, co- collectively, we, we had a great season. Um, really, really, you know, looking forward to showcasing the rest of these hunts. And there was a lot of firsts. You know, Tyler took his first buck at 36 years old. You know, he does all of our filming, you know, majority of our filming. It was pretty cool to be a part of that. My son takes his first deer. I took my first pronghorn, my first velvet buck, my first Missouri buck. I mean, there was a ton of firsts. 
Uncle Steve took his first velvet buck after 35 plus years of hunting. And wow, there was just a ton of first for us. It was a great season. Now, how in the hell did you convince your wife? Okay. You're like, all right, honey, yeah. I really like honey. We got this deal, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow all of our extra cash and me and my buddies, we're going to travel around and film and we're going to call it trekking outdoors. Okay. You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah all yeah. of us. <laughs> she said, yeah, I think all of us are on dishes and laundry duty for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, what made you take that step, man? Uh, just you know, our drive and passion for wanting to to showcase what we're doing. I, you know, and I think the in the hunting world, there's a lot of great shows out there, but w- we needed to input our own taste into it, you know, and just we're showcasing everything. We're showcasing the raw realities of what everybody goes through on a daily basis. I mean, Steve, Uncle Steve, is an amazing bow hunter. That's my personal opinion, and. He just uh, shot a buck in Texas with his bow and didn't recover it. And that was his oh, first one he wow. didn't recover in a long time. But we're going to showcase that as a full episode because, you know what, that happens to a lot of people, and I don't think it's it's shown enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just trying to stay as real as we can. You bet. Now, are you in Michigan? Yeah, all three of us are, are uh, reside in Michigan. Do you do a lot of uh, in-state hunting then? Uh, yeah, this past year we spent a, a portion of our October in Michigan trying trying to get it done, and I end up, getting a pretty nice buck with my bow here. Um, and that was kind of nice. We, we, we took the time to focus and hone in on our, on our area that we, we ended up cold knocking earlier in the season and got permission on two tracks of land here. And, and we really wanted to take the time to see, you know, see what we had out there and, and try to get a cool episode on film. Cause there's not a ton of Michigan hunts out there. And it was pretty nice to be able to do that. Yeah, little known secret, there is massive caribou on Mackinac Island. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would be neat. <laughs> that would be those are horses. Yeah, that'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> Why those were big caribou. <laughs> oh my god. Now you guys got a lot of hunting opportunity up there in Michigan, especially you go way up north there. I mean, that's like yeah. that's no man's land up there. Yeah, yeah. We I personally have never hunted up there. You know, every year I you know, put in to try to draw that you know elk tag that's like winning the lottery so maybe one day i'll have the opportunity there you know the majority of that elk hunting is in the upper part of the lower peninsula of michigan yeah that Um, would be montmorency county yeah like the wolverine michigan area you know like kind of up in that area there all right so make sure you watch uh trekking outdoors chris and the gang sportsman channel wednesdays 7 p.m eastern time that is on Sportsman Channel. If we want to learn more about you guys, though, where can we find you online? Yeah, find us online on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Now, can we pick up the first season, Chris, on a Mile Tour TV? Yeah, I believe that's launching either today or tomorrow, actually. So. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, that's what yeah. you got to do. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. So the first season will we'll be on there either today or tomorrow, from what I understand. And, and then the second season will run all the way through the end of June. That's right. All right, Mr. Chris, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on, man. Yep, you too. And uh, sorry for the uh, connection problems I was having again. Sorry. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's the revolution with Jim and Trav. And if you think they're annoying on the air, then you totally have to see the craziness on social media. And definitely check out the piece of crap website, JimandTrav.com. And if you're still not scared away, stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these messages. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% 
off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine de Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is chocolate20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. <laughs> Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. The code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to Bar Chocolate, Chocolate 20. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about the determined outdoorsman. Of course, we had Mario Calpo. Yep. Also, uh, Cat Daddy and Chris Queen. This was a very fun and enlightening show. Went all over the place. Jimbo, last word. Hey, last word is, hey, you got to stay tuned to old Mario Calpo because I want to see what he does when he lands in the Amazon in a parachute. That is right. Uh, and Hammer Home Firearm Safety this weekend. Take some kiddos out. Do some small game hunting. Do some ice fishing. Just make sure you stay warm. But we will return next week, won't we, Jimbo? Yes, we will. Because we like COVID-19 and Cat Daddy. All right, so God bless you guys in the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.